This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. This portion of the Ride with Royce today is brought to you by Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores, proud sponsors of the beer show Thursday nights. Hey, that's tonight on 1500 ESPN. Coach Tom Thibodeau shortly uh, here to talk about last night's big victory over Denver. Hell of a basketball game. I really enjoy. You know, I don't enjoy the perfection of basketball. I like to see grit and nastiness and uh, fighting for everything. And the first half... There was room around on that court. There was room. Teams, you know, people were doing, getting to the basket, doing things. But the second half was uh, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty uh, nasty. And much like the, you know, we see in the uh, the playoffs of the NBA, one of the things I appreciate about the second half was they really let the boys play a little bit. It was it's a much more physical half of basketball, and you know they swallowed their whistles a lot of the time, which I I kind of appreciate because you want the players to decide the outcome of the game. For the most part. That's true. By the way, uh, as we're waiting for uh, Coach Thibodeau here, I have just been informed that there's a, a big uh, town ball meeting, amateur baseball, oh. uh, Minnesota Baseball Association board meeting tomorrow night to discuss the possibility of combining Class A and B. Interesting. That uh, would be interesting, wouldn't it? Too? Well, and you know, I know I, uh, you and I are heavily I, invested in a town baseball, and I, I, I agree that they probably need to alter something, but I don't know that there's a perfect answer. But I don't think you can then send the Class Bs that are out state uh, to Bloomington to play their state tournament. Well, that's You're just it. You're going to have to let them come participate to the, to the normal right? one, yeah. Because, you know, Class A for the longest time has basically operated on its own little island for the most part. Yes, it has. And they, they you know, they don't seem that discontented. So, I, I the, the baseball board, the amateur baseball board thinks they have a Class B problem. And what is the problem? That they don't draw as well as the C's, right? Uh, well, I don't even know that know. that's necessarily the case. I mean, obviously, A doesn't draw very well, but I think... The bees, because some of those programs get great crowds, you know, because I know a lot of the class C's and B's are intermixed with, you know, with league play. You know, we have a class B in our bracket with Elko, and they they seem to do all right. I, I guess I don't I don't think that attendance is a problem with with a lot of the bees that I've been around in in any way. I know that, like I said, I know that the A's don't draw very well, so we'll mm-hmm. see what happens. Uh, well, uh, yeah, uh, we, I, I'm in communication here and we expect uh, Tom Thibodeau to call us momentarily. 
What do you think? Should we take a shot at the sports person of the day? You know what? Well, why not? Because they're kind of we'll intermixed. Let's do that. Sports person of the day, yeah. And now, Joe and Pat present Sports Talk's Person of the Day. I don't even pay attention. I don't read newspapers. I don't watch ESPN. I just watched WrestleMania last night. <laughs> Pretty good. People expected us to make the playoffs with all the trades and the signings here. So this is the fun part. Um, all the eyes are going to be on you. You're playing the number one seed. So you, we don't have nothing to lose, man. We go out there, play hard, try to shock the world. Uh, Jeff Teague, uh, who, of course, has been a controversial acquisition for the Timberwolves because uh, Ricky Rubio was so popular with the fans. And uh, Teague is, uh, had some rough times early this year. He was, he, was, he was not off to a great start here. But I think we all have to admit he's been pretty dang good this season, oh, yeah. all in all. Mm-hmm. He played 70 games. He's had a couple little injuries. Averaged 33 minutes a game. Uh, and uh, average 14.2 points. He's shot uh, 37% on threes. That's good enough, right? I, I know one thing that people wondered if he, if he was a three-point shooter or not. He's not a go-look-for three-point shooter, but if you leave him open, he can shoot the dang thing. That's for a dang sure. And uh, they, they brought him in, and he's not – a lot of people were worried about his age, too. He's not that old, you know. He's uh, 29. He's uh, he'll be uh, 30 years old on June 10th. So he's only got two years left. All right. Uh, here is Tom Thibodeau, the uh, Timberwolves coach. I was just talking about Teague. He gave you another good game last night, sir. No, nah, he was great. He was great. He's uh, he's had a great year for us, and uh, we had a lot of guys step up, and it was certainly at the uh, most appropriate time. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Uh, he he didn't get off to the fastest start, and of course, Ricky was popular, and he took a lot of heat early. But I think uh, certainly the last two thirds of the season, we saw what you wanted to see from him. Yeah, and you know, and both guys are, are excellent players, and uh, but you know, Jeff is uh, is a guy that's been around, and he's been in a lot of uh, big games before, and I thought you know just the things that he could add to the team were some of the things that we needed. He's not a guy that goes hunting for threes, but when they show up, he can shoot them. Yeah, no, he's a very confident guy, and he steps up in big moments. And uh, the the thing he does so well is he's in the paint, and I think you're seeing it more and more. Now, with a lot of teams switching the way they do, he has the ability to crack the bigs off the dribble and, and get you, you know, great shots, and he'll force the defense to collapse and, uh, I know from having coached against him uh, when I was in Chicago when he was uh, with Atlanta, he and Al Jeffers, uh, Al Horford were so hard to stop in the high pick and roll, and uh, I thought that would be something he could add. Uh, you know, coupling him with with Carl. Hey Tom, uh, that's the kind of NBA game I love. Gritty, nasty, not not nasty, <laughs> nasty. But that second half was man, that was a battle because that Jokic came out and he wouldn't miss a shot for about a quarter and a half. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I, I you know, and we we're fortunate because we see it from from Cat all the time. But the skill level of these big guys now is it's pretty amazing. They have they have guard like skills, and some of those shots were defended very well. Yeah. He had the ability to make them, and of course, the job that Taj did down the stretch—you can't say enough about that. And that's who Taj is. He—he's brought so much toughness to 
to our team, and that was something that I felt we desperately needed. Hey, Jokic has that high release. There isn't a heck of a lot you can do unless no, you want to follow him, you know? Yeah, and, you know, the other thing is he's so clever with the you know, shot fake and grabbing, and but his passing too oh. really makes him, you know, so good because – uh, if you make a body position mistake, he'll make you pay for it. And the the shooting, uh, you have to be up on him, and that takes defenders away from the basket. So it up, opens up the cutting game also. But he's a, he's a terrific talent, and he he and Cat have had some really good battles, and they're they're really a good team. And I felt like the last month or so, the, they were all playoff games for for all the teams that were fighting it out in the West. And so uh, to come up with it in the end, I thought, was a, a big step for us. People uh, were kind of uh, wondering about that team, but they didn't have Millsap for two-thirds of the season. Uh, they played pretty good once they got him back. And uh, this Barton, he's a handful, too. Yeah, no, you're right. And Getting him, uh, Paul back for them was huge. And they had a very tough schedule uh, heading down the stretch, and they won some big games. Uh on the road and, you know, overtime games. And um, they had a heck of a season. And when you look at the West, it's just so loaded. Uh, and it, it, one game separates, you know, four from from uh, from uh, eight. And, you know, if you lose two in a row, you could be out. And uh, it, was, it was tough. But it, I think in the end, it, it helps us, too. Hard not to love Gibson as a coach, huh? Yeah, he just he brings so many intangibles to the team. Uh, there's so many things that don't show up in a box score that he does, and you saw it last night. Just the uh, the defense, the running the floor, the setting screens, keeping the ball moving, uh, and just playing to win. He just plays with so much toughness, uh, and that's what it takes. Oftentimes, it's you know it's an offensive rebound, it's a it's a stop, it's a loose ball. Uh, but his defense is is, uh, is special. He was uh, sitting in his chair in the locker room afterward with that ice on his neck, and uh, I would imagine you didn't have him do anything today, huh? No, he just got a got treatment. <laughs> we got started, you know, on the uh, on preparation for Houston, and Houston will be a, a a different type of challenge. And but he'll be ready to go. He's he's as tough as they come. As good as uh, Golden State is at shooting the three, has uh, as Houston, uh, do they have more three-point shooters than any team we've seen yet? Uh, they, you know, they continue. They've been at the forefront of you know really stretching things out. And there's games in which they take forty or fifty threes, and so um, you know they're trying to get layups. They're trying to get the threes, particularly at the corner threes, and they want to get to the free throw line. So. Uh, they st- try to stay away from the mid-range shots, and uh, but the thing that you can't overlook is how good they are defensively. Also, They're, I mean, the, they came out uh, from the beginning of the season and they got off to a hot start, and they continued on throughout. But uh, they're such a well-balanced team, and they they made some. Uh, key additions to the team, and the obvious being Chris Paul. When you, know, when you put Chris Paul with James Harden, you're going to have a special team. But I think also adding guys like Bob Mute, uh, a PJ Tucker, those guys have added a lot also. And Ariza has always been one of those guys that just he's a little bit under the radar, but he's a terrific player. You can't uh, you can't defend everybody out there on that perimeter. You got to pick your poison. Yeah, yeah, they could be. It, it's unusual when you have two guys that can break you down the way 
uh, Chris Paul and, and James Harden. James Harden certainly in the MVP uh, race, and but what they've done for the team, and then the the kid Capella. Yeah, what's uh, that? He, Holy he cow. keeps a lot of pressure on you because he he sets great screens and he flies to the rim and. Uh, so that you know that could pull your defense in, and that opens up the three-point game. And if you overreact, um, you know they're they're gonna they're gonna make you pay for that. And then if you don't react enough, they'll you know they get the lob dunks. And so you you they you really have to have a multiple effort mentality, and you have to try to decide what you're going to be willing to live with. Hey Tom, uh, we talked about the toughness of Taj Gibson, Jimmy Butler back from uh, what was this about the fourth game back, and he's out there battling the whole night. Uh, you can't say enough about what he's done for our, our franchise, and for us to be able to get a player like that, you know, I, I believe is a top ten player in the league, uh, two way player with so much mental and physical toughness, uh, but also the unselfishness and the willingness to play for the team on both ends of the floor. Uh, it's just great leadership, and uh, when tough plays need to be made, he he always comes up with them. And the big thing is, is you know, he's gotten better every year. And I thought he was on his way to an MVP type season this year. And of course, the injury set him back, but to come back the way he did at the end is is pretty special. Uh, so, uh, were you a little uh, were you a little sick when Cat uh, got his third foul in those last few seconds? Or? Yeah. Feeling yeah. like maybe I should have hooked him or what? Yeah, well, we didn't have an opportunity to to get him out because of, there was no dead ball. But uh, you know, with with two fouls to go, it, it's you know it was yes. the thing that you're con- uh, you're concerned with is you know Jokic can draw fouls. Yeah, you just have to make yeah. sure. That, yeah, he loves doing that. <laughs> yeah, you can't put yourself in that position. And I think uh, these games have been great for our young guys, for the guys who haven't been in playoff games. Uh, this was valuable experience, and, and last night had a uh, Game 7 feel to it, so I think that that was important for you know, Kat and, and Wig and, and Tyus, and so um, hopefully we can learn from it and grow. Uh, coaching every possession is your style. Have you ever tried to say, I think I'm going to let take this one off, or is it just, is, that, is it always the Bill Musselman approach? Now, there's nothing wrong with Bill Musselman. You know that. <laughs> that's right. That's right, Eddie. He coached every possession so, too. But you know, I uh, think you just have to be who you are. There's, yes. You know, and you know, there's there's different ways to do it. There's no one way, and there's there's a lot of great coaches out there, and um, you know, some guys do it differently, and and they're great at it that way. And but I think you just have to be true to yourself. Hey, Jamal Crawford uh, didn't make any shots last night. Uh, I look at him. And I, I know some people want to judge the whole stats and everything. I look at him as the pitch hitter that you, that sits there and then wins eight games a year for you. <laughs> you yeah, know, that no guy question. that gets... You know, I think been, there's this nights that he's going to... Four or five times he's going to win the game for you by making a bunch of shots in the fourth quarter. And, well, he's a big fourth quarter player and he, and he commands a lot of attention. You know, So when he comes into the game, everyone knows he's in the game. And so... Uh, sometimes it, you know, he, 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 even if he's not making shots, he's creating space, and uh, it, it, you need everything. And he doesn't take much for him to get going too. Ah, uh, one last thing: Derrick Rose wasn't supposed to be able to play defense. He's been pretty good. He's been great, you know, and it's injected life into us, particularly with Jimmy being out. And uh, I like the way that second group has played a lot. Uh, the speed of the game changes when you 
put him in with uh, Tyus and Jamal, and, and now Jimmy's at the four and Cat's at the five. Uh, it's given us a different look, and and Derek has he's guarded everyone, and uh, you know, and that's a big plus for us. All righty. Well, uh, this is uh, this ain't easy, but at least it's fun, huh? <laughs> well, thanks, Patrick. Yeah. No, All right. All right, Tom. Great for us. Congratulations. Thank, Thank you, sir. You. All right, Tom Thibodeau, the uh, Timberwolves coach. Uh, we shall return. Everything's getting more expensive these days. Gas, rent, and even your music. While other music services keep jacking up their prices, Live One is letting you lock in the best music membership at the best price. Live One Plus is just $3.99 per month. Get all your favorite music ad-free, along with unlimited skips and maximum audio quality. Beat inflation with the best deal in music at just $3.99 per month. Visit liveone.com slash best music to get Live One Plus now.